my music is playing. Hey, we got a bunch of people on Johnny Cupcakes, Kim. Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, anyway, people, welcome to the Room Podcast. Johnny, that is your camera right there. <laughs> Johnny Campbell in the house, in the Room Podcast. Joining me live, six feet away. Yeah. Six feet I, of separation here, I think. Actually, four and a half. Something. Four, yeah, something like I that. mean, whatever. <laughs> I think we're good. These but, walls look pretty antibacterial. Let me make sure we have sound over there, John. Yeah, we sound good. We have we, we, contact. Contact. So, so before we came on, I was telling Johnny that I'm rearranging the room. I got a new computer. I got a new bunch of everything. But I haven't put stuff on the walls. But Johnny, you've never been here. You, you've interviewed over Skype, uh, call-ins. What do you think about actually sitting here oh, in is, the room? It's like a dream come true. I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast or something right now. <laughs> amazing no way really definitely (laughs) this is definitely like early jre for sure it is pretty cool now now the thing now the thing about um here it's not a big big room but it's utilized in a pretty good way yep eventually the room across the hall which is twice as big as this has its own bathroom and it actually has like a window in it okay is going to come available uh the owner told me already it's a little more money but it's another site so what i'm going to do there is put Produces. Mats down, a heavy bag, oh. and when fighters, maybe a teammates, and like yourself, or when you come in, show me I a technique mean, or show something. That's cool. Boom! There's Johnny Cupcakes right there. Demonstrate how he did that spinning elbow or that ground and pound. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So uh, I love it. We should know, put a green screen up so we can exactly. Do we'll, we'll evolve. That'd be amazing. With all that stuff. We can do martial arts in like a volcano. Excellent. Or something. Well, you can get a film crew in here. We'll Let's fucking, do. It. You know, that's it. The I world shut it. down, John. We got to think out of you know out of Seriously. the box, man. So, welcome to the show, bro. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having this so I can be here doing this. This is fucking some cool stuff. I love it. We got on here. Um, a, a bunch of people. I uh, trying to say hi to everyone. As long as we have sound. Is that If there's any technical difficulties out there, let me know. We still have sound, which is That's good. That's a good sound, So, yes. I, you know, I have a new monitor over there that Johnny can actually see the show. And Johnny, is there comments on there or no comments? All right, on? at the moment, I'm not seeing any of you. Well, you know what, John? Comments. I'm going to I'm gonna get to my personal Facebook because I think you can see them there. So, John, tell the folks at home, Johnny, sorry, how you've been coping with the quarantine from kind of start, from when it started, when the gyms closed and... And your reaction when it happened, like, my actual reaction was, is this real? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when Triforce, which is down the street and all them fighters from there, when they said they were closing for two weeks, yep. that's when I went, wow. And then, you know, other gyms were probably closing at the same time, but then they all started trickling down Lozons, and then yep. boom, 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 boom. What was your thoughts on that all happening? I mean, this is just the craziest thing I, I don't think I had any real thoughts I just kind of went into do going with the flow and doing kind of what was had to be done which is stay home and um, you know I stayed super hydrated I was drinking like close to two gallons of water at the at the peak of like the paranoia of um, people getting sick and whatnot my grandmother um, I, I'm in close proximity with her she's older in her 80s so I was not trying to, um, to like you know, give her anything. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah. It's a crazy, it's a craziest time. I mean, the closest thing that you can get to like a zombie movie, I think, than uh, than we've ever been to that, that since I've been alive. This is just the craziest stuff. 
and I just I hope that we all you know we're human beings I think we're gonna definitely pull through it it's just that it's more like the psychological implications at this point that I'm like not worried about but that make me a little bit concerned it's like how do we just bounce back from something that has scared the entire population so badly so um it's going to be a super interesting time when we're looking back on it, grandkids and whatnot. It's going to be like the COVID time for sure. Yeah. And uh, I, that's just wild. So, I mean, I don't know. We've, we've dealt with stuff like in that way, like 9-11 and yeah. tragedies and whatnot. Yep. But the way that this is so global, it's just bonkers. It, it, it's like a buzzing feeling through your, through your head. Like exactly. like you said, is it like... It's like different. It's like, zo- like zombie land. Like, is this real? Like... When it was first, like, I've been working through it the whole time and, uh, like, a lot of essential workers. Yep. But driving down the roads and, and seeing traffic in the morning and nothing, no, not really any traffic, and knowing that, <laughs> yeah. you know... There's a reason. <laughs> people are home for a reason, and I'm on the fucking road, you know what I mean? Definitely. But uh, it was just bizarre to see. And all the only thing I could think of, like, w- would bring to my mind, because my imagination would fly and... Yeah. Was... I am legend when fucking yeah, Will yeah, Smith yeah, yeah, is yeah. driving down a freaking what is it New no York joke. and things like it has it, but it was quiet yep. and that's what I was 100%. thinking. I'm like, but I'm like I didn't think a month later we'd still be in the same I know. boat and we are and then yes. we got fighters like you that gyms oh. closed down, yep. livelihoods closed down as far as you guys your ways of life your your out your your. Mm-hmm. the way you get your your emotions out out there is training you know yeah hundred percent. You know, before we talk about fighting and and the fights that were canceled, well, how's that? And and that feeling like it's so it's that kind of a strange thing. I feel like as any kind of artist probably would like if a painter couldn't paint, he would like find a way to create colors and fucking paint somehow out of like something. And I feel like this has been sort of like that. It's like I'm stuck in a place where I can't really train, but like shadow boxing, watching tape you know like just whatever it is you know you know push-ups and and whatnot and you know hanging on door frames or whatever like whatever (laughs) it is that people are out there doing is um is like their way of training and i I feel like i've been doing it myself as well so i've just um it almost feels like i haven't been away in in a fashion i've almost been more involved in martial arts since this all started it's kind of weird like when you're training constantly i mean i'm 33 and i've had 33 pro fights so i've had a lot of pro fights in a fairly short amount of time and there are times where even the most like joyous thing that you do is still tedious and feels like a job or feels like if you're plateauing or going backwards maybe it can be difficult on you and and it it, training can be difficult and, and at times you don't nick diaz idiotically I think but in a way so honestly said like he's gotta love it so much that he hates it kind of deal and it's like I almost know that feeling because sometimes I don't want to train but now where I have nothing but time it's like all I can fucking think about is martial arts and training and like such little details that I think were I wasn't like putting together when I was training because I was maybe almost too much in that grind mode that I couldn't like think outside the box almost Things just kind of like clicked a little bit, certain things. And since like training a little bit more, I have like been getting together with some guys again lately. And I mean, I I just feel 
so so good at this thing that is fighting that I just like man I just cannot wait to get in that cage and, and do it again as soon as possible because it's just so fun and I am hella good at it <laughs> well here, here's the thing like you talked about you know positive things that are happening while, while you're on you know this lockdown yeah you you had a little injury yep. coming up to this, like you were scheduled a fight for Bellator. I, I don't remember your post exactly when you posted it, but it wasn't too <laughs> long before the fights, you yeah. know what I mean, the, the fights were canceled. Um, but you've had a chance to heal. Exactly. And the world hasn't really changed though going on without you fighting. Yeah. Like was that like was that in your mind, like when you got hurt, you had that big opportunity, you've been on a tear, and we'll talk about that also, but you had your opportunity to fight for Bellator, yep. and you had a little injury, and you had it go out, because you weren't going to give you 100%, and yeah. you can't ruin an opportunity on a fight winning streak like that and go in half-assed, you know exactly. what I mean? What was that feeling like to not be able to fight, and then the feeling about when, not to laugh about, the card got canceled, yeah, so it was kind of like, nobody kind of made ground. Yep. And they're kind of, everyone's kind of in the spot. So what was your thoughts Such, on that? So I was very much psychologically beaten down at that point when I finally pulled out. Um, between like diet and, and training. And I mean, I, I had the, so many fight camps in a row. And um, I was just, yeah, not in a good place. Like right when I pulled out, so like hating myself really. And um, for having to do that. To have to pull out of this fight that I fucking wanted so badly and um, yeah and then to then find out that it got canceled it was not really like there was no I didn't take any like positive from it necessarily but it was almost like a little bit of a like like oh thank god like wiping my brow like whew, I dodged a bullet like had I missed the opportunity and everyone fought and everyone progressed I would have felt somewhat of regret no matter what like like I only I got two hands and I feel like both of them can knock that guy out Leandro so it's like did I need uh, you know my neck to, to fucking do yeah. that and I'm, I'm almost glad in a way not for the fighters I thought like who was on that Nick Newell maybe it's like dude that, that oh, Pat, uh, Pat McCronin was on yeah, there and like Jesse Neely might there was yeah. a whole shitload of you and you for know, those big, guys big to fighters like, to cut weight you know, yeah. get there, and then they're just like, yeah, we're going to, yeah, we'll fight tomorrow, no crap, no yeah, crap. Yeah, and then yeah, tomorrow yeah. comes, and they're like, you guys have breakfast yet? Uh, guess what? <laughs> Fight's canceled. Done. Oh, Done. And then, later. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just crazy. I'm just so glad I wasn't a part of that, but at the same time, it's everything happens for a reason, so as, as tragic as COVID has, has been, I think that the pause was a necessary thing for myself, definitely, and I'd say probably almost everybody else on the planet. It's just... As with everything else, you can take two perspectives on life. Typically, it's pretty black and white. You're either looking at things positively or you're looking at them negatively. And if you're looking at the future as like, oh, we're all doomed. This COVID thing has fucked us. Then like, so that's the way it's going to be. Henry Ford said that, you know, whether you were right or wrong or whatever, you, you knew it, you know. And I just feel like that's what we uh, have right now is an opportunity to either look towards the light or look was a darkness so um i think covid for me right now was a plus almost in some way it, for a lot of people so. it, it was in in some way like i uh, needed and and like we yeah like a lot of fighters yeah a lot of fighters are struggling yeah. a lot of fighters are gym owners trainers their job their only job like yourself yeah. is is in there um 
as far as you know getting back into the training what the training that you're getting in now you're getting together with some guys and stuff um if there was like how long would it take you to get ready for a fight if 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 you heard something was coming down the line like we have fights announced like i think neff is september you know there's other cards i think in they're saying july but you know they're throwing that out there we don't know i know but when could you be when do you think you could get ready for a card and be you know back to fairly, fairly normal to be able to compete I mean, honestly, pretty damn fast, I feel right. like. I guess who are we fighting is like the first one. That would be like my main question. Who am I fighting? Because the weight would be so incredibly uh, important. So at 35, I, I could be, and man, I could be ready in less than a month, I think. Maybe three weeks I could make 135 and be ready to go. And I, I, I would fight any single human being at that weight at 135. And, and that's all I would need. I would fight pretty much anybody given the opportunity at 145 right now, just jumping in, just because I have so much trust in, in my two hands, basically. If I lay hands on someone's face, there's a very good statistical chance that they're not going to get out of that cage with a W. And, and I would just... Uh, yeah, so maybe less than a month, three weeks, and I'd be ready to make weight for, uh, say, the UFC or whatever, you know? That well, well let's get to them. Um, yeah. How oh. uplifting was it for them to oh. come out and be able to... We're going to have a third card in a row tomorrow. Know. You know what I mean? With, with wow. it been a week in seven days. Yep. What was, what was your reaction when you heard, like, it's actually going to happen? And, and I didn't believe it until... It actually happened. <laughs> Seriously. Well, because, you know, Dana's talking about, like, oh, we're going to move forward whenever it was, like, maybe a month ago. And he's like, as long as the powers that be, so to speak, let us move forward, we're going to have this card. I don't know if that was Fight Island or California. Maybe he was going to have a show. And they, ESPN, I understand, was like, nah, you, you can't do that. And that was, like, That's maybe, like yeah, a week exactly. before the event. Yeah. So I was pretty sure, like, he's just very optimistic, Dana White. But um, that dude just believes in himself, and he made things happen. And some of the best fights maybe that we've ever freaking seen. It's just like... Fucking oh. guys, calves getting... Uh, not calves, shins getting sliced open. Oh. Over, and, and Yep, amazing. The Tony yeah. Ferguson fight. It's for that to be the first card to come back uh, to, to watch. <laughs> with Jorgen DeCastro on there, yeah. with yep. uh, Calvin on there. Studs. Three of our Studs. representing... Taking huge, huge chances. Yeah. And then dudes, uh, I do believe Jorgen and, and Calvin, they went through basically three training three training camps or almost three, like, yeah, they, almost cards to fight on. Yep. Before this fight. Jorgen, like... No joke. Rev it up, rev it down. I'm sure he was revving all the way through. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, that happening... Six months. I mean, he, he was injured, got injured in that fight. I, I mean, all that up and down. I mean, that could have happened, but... That's mm-hmm. that's the chance you take. Yeah, you gotta just yeah. You know, you can't get in there. Give I mean, your best. He, yeah, exactly. And he's an animal, so I love. I'm looking forward to watching him throw down again as soon as possible. And Calvin is just that dude is such an animal. Where was he I mean, not? Dude, like he that was... freaking elbow, and just everything before it that set it up. I mean, freaking Stephen's eyes were closed. He didn't know what the hell was coming. He was thinking left. And Calvin went right, and that was it. That was all he needed. Unbelievable. 
That dude's legit. I can't wait to watch his next fight. I mean, he's going to be probably top five, I would think. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think he was not ranked ninth yeah. when he went into that fight. And Damn. to impressively take out Stevens like that. That might and be like, yeah, title contestant, been, maybe. You know, so. Well, let's get to you, brother. It's been, you know, you've been on a tear. Yes. And we talked about it before coming on here. I think June will be a year since you started your winning streak mm-hmm. and your tear. On the circuit, back. Yes. I mean, you I had know, right, yeah. you had three losses, but two of them were close, close fights. That yes, you know, well, I didn't mean, you know, one I think it was Johnny Lopez yep. was a close fight Very when you close. a catchweight fight. You short notice thirty one. I know one thirty one. And then um, the Dandy Buke fight. I know, which oh. you know, I don't so want to stir close. anyone up out there. We know how you know that fight is yep. fucking draw at the draw. Let's, I mean, at the very least, I think. And then um. What, what was the other uh, the the other one in there? I think Pe- was it Perrin before that. Perrin, the Perrin, the Perrin, like, the, the the the, the just title like, fight. Yeah. So you had two close fights, and then five that, rounds. and then you fight Jose Lugo for at reality. Yep. Same and thing. Two weeks, two weeks notice again, like uh, like Lopez. Reality has a habit of doing that. Yeah. Like, hey, we need a main event. Come on in. Can anyone uh, do that for for us? And it's like, yep, absolutely. So, um, same deal, Lugo. I mean. It, that kid's a scrapper, super, super tough uh, gentleman, and, and great hands, solid jiu-jitsu, but I, he's just a 125er, so I knew if I could get down to, to weight that I would most likely win, and, and I did, and it just, it was just like something in the making, basically, and um, he just happened to be the guy who, who signed the dotted line on that day, and it's been up since then, and um, it's just been learning, 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 learning. You know, uh, some people learned by doing jujitsu tournaments or, you know, smokers and boxing matches or whatever it is. And I just like jumped the fuck into MMA right off the bat and and just started fighting and, and got to a place where like I was not good enough to fight the guys I was fighting. And I took some losses then, got back on a winning streak. And then it was more like I was just a stupid fighter for a little while. And, uh, and fighting injured after Matt Doherty threw me on the ground and I dislocated my shoulder. I just could not throw my hands like I needed to for way too fucking long. I mean, you can watch fights of mine um, that I literally throw no punches in fights because I'm so sure that when I throw my right, it's going to just fall off of my yeah. body. You'd be hanging um, there. like dude, you know? It was crazy. It got to the point where I just knew like when it fell out in training, like, okay, I just need to do like this particular motion and bang. Yeah, it's right back. And um, yeah, and then I got fortunate where in fights, certain fights, I didn't, uh, it stayed in place, thank goodness. I remember um, a fight when I, I was fighting down um, Foxwoods against a badass Matt Lozano who, um, I thought was a jiu-jitsu guy. Turns out he's a tremendous boxer. Fucking beats me up a little bit on the feet. And I remember at one point in the second round, I threw like an overhand right as hard as I fucking could. Missed him completely. But I, I was just, I remember thinking like, oh, fuck, don't do that. Yeah. You might fucking lose your arm. Why yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, right around like Dan Dubuque, it was like, hey, my shoulder is good and I can throw my hands. Why haven't I been doing that? And, and since then, I mean, I'd crack Lugo, took him down and subbed him. Chris Motino, I'd fucking, yeah. I mean, I'd beat him faster than, um, than what's his face in the UFC now. Um, he's in the UFC right now. Um, who beat Motino for the CBS title? 
Oh, well, Tony uh, Gra- Gravely. 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 I think it took him four rounds to beat Martino. I beat him in two. Um, and then next one, uh, freaking Bruno. Bruno. He was an animal. And I, you know, I heard him on the feet, knocked him down, I think, twice before I TKO'd him on the ground. And then Jeff Perez, who's just uh, the strongest human being I've ever fought. I don't. He smells very good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it smells like rich mahogany. You know? Seriously. And he, um, yeah, I don't think that there's another man at that weight that can be fucking as strong as that guy, you know? And I weather his early wrestling pressure and then beat him in the third when he's getting, when he's wilting. And it's like, it's just all well, according stop to stop right there, John. Yes. Because yeah. I just happened to have that third round. It's a good, it's good. Locked and loaded. So what you might Locked see over there is on a delay. So, uh, you know what? Let me turn this monitor towards you because uh, we don't need sound. So let me get this so we can both see it. I don't really need it. Can you see that? Oh, fabulous. All right. So, um, here we go. Let me put it on so uh, so folks at home can see. So, you'll see it in real time here. So, where are we? Johnny's fight ending. Let me see if this works. Well, there it is, Johnny. So, Johnny, this is the third round. And Very good. In the judge's eyes, I would imagine you were down. Were you thinking you were... That I second read. round, you had yeah, some yeah. connections in there, and you, yep. you were you know hitting them pretty good, but... He managed to get you back down. What were you thinking going into this round, third round, and what are they telling you in right here? This is, um, uh, they literally are saying this is your career and that you need to go out and, and finish the fight because, I mean, even if I had beat Jeff up for two rounds, which I didn't, uh, they would have said the same thing, to be honest, because I just have a way of losing decisions that, um, that that's kind of unfortunate. So, yeah, Bill was just like, you got to go out and, and finish him. And um, and I felt extremely comfortable just going out and being willing to exchange with him. He's super tough and he did hit hard, but there was just something about the way the fight was going at that point that I knew that I could just stand there and try to knock him out and I'd, and I'd be okay as far as counters. Um, I knew he could try to take me down, but I was willing to, to kind of do the deal with that. So here we go. I mean, right out of the gate, I start throwing my right like pretty pretty much as hard as I fucking can. Two, three. And he wants he wants no part of it. Yeah, I mean there's a that's a right behind the ear, right hand hard. I mean he has a thick skull that man. I could hit him as hard as I can and he could take damage. Left hand landed there, kind of a weird angle, but there's a right hand that hurt him for sure. And he just like this right is the there. first time I really defended his takedown because he was so strong, but right there he just did not feel strong anymore. He was definitely, I mean, it was a prog- uh, progressive thing where I kind of like put money in the bank throughout the fight, and then this is kind of where it paid off. I wish the ref gave us like 30 seconds, to be honest, but I just don't know if he would have um, if he would have mounted much. You know what? That more. almost looks like the, the, the Dominic Cruz kind of finish. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Like he's so, kind of getting up, but he's taking like... 20 punches doing so and it's a it's a super subjective call great great i mean great fight johnny i mean and like you said going into that third round i mean and watching jeff in that third round i mean i think he might have he probably thought he was up two rounds he said i'm not getting in a dog fight with johnny let me circle out let me Mm -hmm. try to get that takedown and secure this win definitely and he told me he thought you? it was going to go to decision at the end. Yeah. He was in the back room. He's like, man, I could have sworn that was going to go to decision. And I just, that's where Jeff and I differ as fighters. Jeff was in it 
to go to decision and I was just not in it to win rounds. I wasn't really there to win rounds. That's why like in the first round and even most of the second, he keeps me on the ground relatively easily. I mean, I was not necessarily just laying there like a dead fish, but I mean, I wasn't giving it my all to get up because I didn't want to burn out any energy. I knew that I might only need uh, 38 seconds to win. I mean, I, I said I my hands are just dangerous. I, it, I don't know if it's timing or, or whatever it is, the way that I torque my body. If I hit people, they feel it pretty badly, and I am supremely confident in that, so I knew I don't need to win rounds. I'm going to just win what I can win, and I might get them out of there with that. And that's, that's what happened. I'm an opportunist. If you watch my finishes there are, uh, in some of my fights, I, I, when I go at guys, I swarm them, and that's what I was doing. It was just it's a repetitive thing. that It's like if he takes a second to readjust, he's going to take punches to the face. There's so many coming in. Like it, It's tough for guys to kind of to come back when they're just getting throttled like that. So it's just, um, yeah, I took advantage. And I mean, he's a bad man. You know? he's oh, a, yeah. Dude, he's, he's so bad. He's strong. I, mean, I cannot... I can't describe you how strong that guy is. I really feel like I could get in there with absolutely anybody right now uh, because I've been in with him as far as his strength. Yeah. There is not a man on thir- at 35 that's going to that's gonna hang with his raw strength. So, Well, you've been pretty much you've been in there with a lot of different styles that you've finished. I mean, Chris Moutinho comes right at you. He's trying yeah. to knock you Thank the fuck God. out. Yeah, definitely. Right? Yep. Then you got Bruno, who's a yep. grappling Wizard. phenom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. And then you got Perez, who's the wrestler. Yep. Also has some good Muay Thai. Great boxing. And you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Angry what's going? Th- I mean, you, of course you're fucking confident. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're finishing, you know, studs. Johnny, I, you know, I got to give ourselves a shout out. New England MMA has got this yes. fighter ranking come out in June. Mm. It's everybody, Johnny. Yes, Where are you oh, man. sitting in these rankings? Where do you believe you you sit? I mean, there's other 135-pounders out there. Yep. But where does Johnny think he sits in the division in New England right now? I I'm, I think I'm at the very top, to be totally honest. I just I think that we have probably one of the deepest pools uh, in the, maybe the country. I mean, uh, going out to Vegas to train with some of these guys, it's like there's not a very active MMA scene in a lot of places that you might think that there is like Vegas they have like almost no like cage titans so the fact that we have so many fighters here with so many outlets to get in the cage it's like a blessing uh, and I think there's some incredible athletes but yeah I think that dude I, I'm watching Cruz and freaking say Hugo and I know it's like oh yeah you're just saying this, but I, I, dude, I fucking would be in the where in that fight with those guys, and it's like I, if I were five and two or some, or like six and one, and I'm saying that maybe I'm being a little bit like overconfident, but I've had thirty three fucking pro fights, I have twenty professional wins, and I've finished like like two thirds of them or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went to decision for a while there, but like I have finished a majority of my fights and I fought some of the best guys around. Some of my losses made me 
who I am. It's like I, I wouldn't give up one loss to gain any wins at all. So I really, really confidently think that I could beat the fuck out of absolutely anybody. I mean, I tried to pick fights with Mitch Raposa. I just recently called out Dennis, who I love. I oh, love Dennis Piva. That's, and I think that's they're awesome. Both yeah. Great guys. It's yeah. just like this is kind of doggy dog right now. And mm-hmm. We do have a wicked deep area. So I would go toe to toe with anybody in this area. So, all right. So the UFC is back rolling you know the contender series supposedly in the summer the ultimate fighter they're even talking yeah about. a lot of stuff going on and it's going to happen i mean the contender series is done with basically not many people there so they just cut out the crowd family friends yeah right and just have trainers and you know yeah, right. the necessary crew that can happen mm. that's that's a definite reality you know the the, the show almost the same thing they're all locked in they're yeah. they're not together but definitely you know those two could come calling for you for you because the way you, you're talking, you could be ready very soon. Three weeks. I mean, does it entice you? I mean, you want to make the UFC. You want to get in there. But do you want to be the king of New England before before you leave? I mean, I know you had that fight in Bellator. It was a great opportunity to fight yeah. a, you know, a great class. fighter. That's what I want. But are you looking to fight to, to be the king of New England and you know put yourself out there with a last fight before maybe you get to the contender series or a UFC call up. I think it'll be I'm almost doing I'm like we're on that road it feels like because I'm like the like you oh you've been here way too long kind of guy. I'm the guy that everyone's like, dude, you're still here? Why are you even still here? And and suddenly now I'm like knocking off some of the guys that were like, Oh well I'm maybe next to the contender. Like even Motino who was like a legit prospect and then with Jeff who I mean he's got like Sidio Tong in his corner, I mean, it, it's like a phone call for those guys if if they want to get in on on that show or, or in the UFC in some ways. So, it's like to be knocking those guys off. I feel like oh, how many more? You know, is it Dennis? I, I don't want it to be Dennis, but is it him? Is it um, is Gravely in the UFC? Like yeah, you know, he's signed. Like, he's got. I think he's, he's I, like, had one fight. So I think whoever it is. I, I don't know who it is to become like the king because there's so many fucking there kings, are yeah. right like yeah. there's so many great fighters that it's like just kind of a matter of time I think like yeah I, I just um, I've been thinking a lot about you know fighting in the UFC and, and whatnot and I just feel like at 33 I, I feel like I'm still getting better and I feel like my mind is still getting sharper and I just feel like now is the time so it's more just like who is it you know who am I fighting mm-hmm. who out there thinks that they would beat me because we need to fight so that yeah. I can freaking so I can get to where I've kind of felt like I should be but just never allowed myself to get there I just feel like I have got to a point maturity wise that I'm just I'm ready to do it and I just want to put these hands on as many humans as possible build that highlight reel and then just like spread martial arts in kind of my way and and just kind of leave a mark on what I think is like the best fucking sport in the entire world and I want to be looked back at as a great coach and and one of the best fighters that ever lived and I honestly really truly believe I still got that you know at 33 some people would be like oh man leave it to the 21 year olds that are that are coming up but I I just you know this is just what I'm meant to be doing so um super super lucky Awesome. Super lucky. And you're doing it, man. Uh, we're under a year here. Yes. And, uh, you know, we got two months in the books with COVID-19 being, you know, taking away some of that year. Yeah. Uh, the, the 
the Motino fight, you had some issues I know. with that that you had to take care of. But right. Johnny, in less than a year, because in June, you know, where, where are we? Uh, May 15th, I think, uh, today. June, around June was when you fought Jose. Yep. Uh, five, four finishes, and then you had the fight with Richie in between there. Yep. There's not much more you have to do, you know, a, a fight against the, you know, the top guy in New England would do it, or, you yep. know, one of the belt holders there. Yep. Or, um, dude, man, it's there. It's there for the taking for you. I mean, I you have so. you have options, and that option was Bellator, but now... Yep. Everything know, happens for a reason. There's a bunch so. of shit coming. Yep. So let's get to a little bit about uh, your diet. Yes. A little bit, because right. I got a surprise for you. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> nice. I like surprise. so, cupcakes Campbell. Yes, Johnny the Carnivore Campbell. Yeah, right. Man. Also, you're a big nope. meat eater. You talked about you know your last yes. few training camps. It's been just basically yeah. tearing flesh off the bone and stuff. Lots like of that. ground, but beef. you do have carbs, and that's a, a lot. But where are we right now as far as we, what you can eat and, and stuff like that? Uh, like, I mean, I had some ice cream earlier. All right. Well, we're good. So, Johnny, you know, I bought you a special oh, gift. Oh, man. <laughs> awesome. At the bakery near my house, an Italian bakery. So, no. I got, you know, I don't know how good the cupcakes are. I'm don't sure know they're they, fantastic. Let me, let me. <laughs> there Italian. we are. You can see it right there. They're an Italian bakery. So, Johnny, oh, gosh, you can either, you can have one now. You can oh, take them home just... with you, share them with you. You know, you, you do you want Girl, one? No, I'm all set. I had sure. one. That's why there's no. only three in there. <laughs> I might, I might. I licked the rest. Oh, no, I'm only man. kidding. You can spray them with the, the alcohol yeah, spray I, I, there I, I, if you I, I, need that. Take them home with you. You're going to eat them oh, in the car on the way you so home much. whatever. But, thank you. you know, I had to get cupcakes. That's for, fantastic. For That's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Let me just get <laughs> Thank you so much. There, we always bearing gifts in the room podcast. Thank you. That's amazing. My man. So let's get... A little fuck the diet. I was only trying to get to the diet yeah, to get no. to the fucking cupcakes. But you, what? you, before all this happened, and you know, we'll kind of almost get to the end here as far as. But you have a fight team or young lads and young people under your wing that oh, yeah, you're yeah. bringing along in the fight game. A lot, a few of them I witnessed at Cage Titans. Yep. Let's talk about that and how you're keeping this group together because. You know, maybe you'll start training with them now, but there's yep. been a while that you guys haven't been ever the role or anything. Mm-hmm. How you been keeping them together and you know keeping the the glue? I mean, in between, it's martial arts. Not to be too lame or whatever, but martial arts really is the glue. So, I mean, there's not. Um, I don't have to do too much as far as um, motivation or what have you. Everybody wants to get better and train so badly that. It's kind of a natural progression where everyone is just moving forward. And I think that in some ways, I mean, some pieces might switch around. We might end up seeing not necessarily teams change or what have you, but I think that it's almost in some way bringing like certain people into other people's vicinity that maybe otherwise wouldn't have been there for some reason. I don't know why that's happening, but um, the universe is just funny. You know, it's just a funny it finds a way. <laughs> it does. It does exactly, and I just like attracts like, and and um, yeah, I think that as with everything, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and I think that this is just like a little bit of a stubbed toe for humanity, and I think we're gonna um, move through this and, and be stronger for it. So that's kind of um, that's kind of it, you know. I've been kind of doing um, just kind of doing myself, and then everything just kind of falls into place. Exactly. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. And, you know, as far as me with the COVID and everything, I've been working through it. Yeah. Um, How many hours? I've been working 12 to 14 hours so, a day, every day. Oh I've had one day gosh. off in 46 days. And that's my, they're not forcing me to do it. You oh know what I mean? But gosh. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> You know what? What else am I gonna do? My like, you know, honestly, out there, like, I'm an essential worker. I have, you know, loved ones. I have a daughter. I have a son. He's old, older. He's in his twenties. He's doing. He's working. He's essential also. No shit. But I have a 16 year old daughter, and she lives out of state in Mass. Okay. So when they, when they were talking about state lines and quarantine yourself if you go over state line, like that was starting to really affect me. Like not like. My way of life wasn't really changing except for missing MMA, missing like a lot of cards falling through that I can't go watch and fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with and talking to you guys about what's going on behind the scenes, but I want to be talking to you about what's, yeah, what you did in the cage and stuff like that. And Definitely. like what, you know, but it hit me when they were talking about state life. It never happened. I'd cross anyway, no matter, but yeah, it's like, I have loved ones out there that, I got to worry about because I'm with different people every day. Yep. And I've been on quarantine like for my my girlfriend and stuff cuz she's got an you know an, an old mo- older mom that you yep. know I I have to worry about other people just not myself. So yep. life hasn't really changed as far as my outlook and what I got to do and mm-hmm. but which is good. It's changed a little bit in the personal side as yeah. far as that that People don't see, you know what I mean? And yep. that's happened to a lot of people. And that's the, sometimes like the toughest stuff to deal with psychologically, you know? Like when freaking, you know, somebody in jail is bad, they stick them in solitary confinement. And that's like, why. It's like the worst thing you can do to people is force them to be alone. So, uh, yeah, that's just, it's crazy. So, how you, so where are you sleeping? I'm at bedroom I'm, house. Yeah, I, yeah, I got my own. No, like basement abode, <laughs> and I'm here. To, good, like good. I'm, I, I. Here's what I do. I go to work 12, 14 hours. I go home. Take a shower. Hopefully, no parking tickets. Sleep. No, no parking. <laughs> there, there ain't a fucking me to me in fucking in town. <laughs> no like, <shit>. You crazy? <laughs> they don't awesome. care about me. No. <laughs> but awesome. go sleep about six hours. I. Definitely get at least six hours a night. That's good. Sometimes I get yep. my eight, and I come here for a couple hours, get an interview in. That's cool. And I do my editing, my laptop at work, at okay. lunch and shit like that. Nice. That's all I did before. Anyway. Before yeah. this happened, you know, I would see my girlfriend every so often. I'd go see my daughter on weekends. Yep, which is good. But, you know, the fights I is know. what I'm missing. Yeah. So that's, not, that's my next question. Wicked bummer. But uh, when, well, what you, what's your outlook know? as far as, I mean, you're with other fighters, mm-hmm. you're in that, that, that ring there as far as knowledge and what people are saying behind the scenes. What's your outlook at what's going on and when? When do you think honestly things might turn around in local fighting, <sighs> even though might not be able to have fan attendance? Yeah, will start Some going again. Maybe streaming online, I guess. Hopefully, full combat. Yeah, right. I mean, the streaming services hopefully will be able to take on that um, that traffic, and everybody will be able to get to see the fights. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be wacky. I mean, I know that I got offered a fight in Vermont where they're paying very little money because there will be no John, uh, uh, Donnie Brook. I'm not. I don't even know. Right. I'm not involved. I just hear things. Yeah. So, but um, 
there is just a to fight get in and, there and, and get a fight yeah whatever i you know that's yeah. I, that's my mindset and they were talking about september and no no fan attendance so i mean paul bear is in, incredible at what he does and he's mm-hmm. very persistent and he's incredibly smart i have a feeling if anyone uh, was going to have somebody at the lead like this for MMA, we're super lucky in Mass to have Mike. Yeah. And he has a, I know I spoke with him personally. He said he has a meeting with the commission coming in, I think, Tuesday. So they'll be paving the way for whatever's to come. And Mike is going to uh, be relentless about it. He will I'm get sure. people in this cage. So he has an, uh, I know that there's a Cage Titans August date that's mm-hmm. that been uh, has been on the calendar. So whether or not we're lucky enough to see guys in the cage on that day, I, I, mean, I hope we are. But, um, man, I, I hope by by summertime we have people in local cages again. I really do. I, I think, you know, August or, you know. September, I well, guess. we got to see know, what's October. going on. Has, you, know, a, you know, another question. Do you think there will be some smoker or some kind of thing going on um, in that right Fight only a select <laughs> invited few might be able to attend that'd be I, cool i it's gotta I, I, it's gonna I, have to happen in i could be way. rented i'll say that right now i will rent myself to anyone if, you, if there's a, like a eccentric billionaire out there who loves fighting i will come it, be an exhibition it needs to be kind, legit though, right? oh I know. like um my, like uh, like yeah you know like Kimbo sliced but but uh, but weight classes in some way okay yeah exactly you can't be fighting fucking yeah. you know a bear yeah, exactly <laughs> even though that'd be awesome that would be cool. <laughs> a baby maybe a baby bear a little cub I would just get him down and tickle him bro awesome awesome but I think something like that is gonna happen like I I throw little teases out there like who's gonna be the first for the smoke right I think it's gonna happen like I think so. I mean, I see people sparring on their front lawn now, like going yep. live with little things. Yep. There's going to be fine. some maniacs out there that say, let's just fucking go for it and have fucking like Definitely. four bouts, five yeah. bouts, six bouts 100%. in our backyard with well, a bunch of fucking guys. backyard is pretty good size. Yeah, I mean, he has volleyball games, so we could probably put the we'll cage up right something. there. I think Believe, so. You know, some stream from somebody we don't know. Yep, yep. It's going to happen. It's Definitely. A, I'll be there. Let yeah, let's say it. Right. Let let's go. So, my God. So, we've covered... Pretty much uh, every any questions. Every they, we got a lot of people just looking. Um, anything you want to ask me, Johnny, or anything you want to talk about or get out there um, about the team or anything, um, you know, anything. I don't know, what like what are you, what are your thoughts? What do you think uh, as far as I feel like you have your ear to the ground pretty well as far as like states and and whatnot. Like, do you think it's realistic that we see fights? In August, um, with the way things are going, well, we know about our how our commissions are a little fucked up as it is. And <laughs> no, then we have like you know clogging. big friggin' stick like this thrown us. But I think it, you know people like Mike Polvere, who are very intelligent, and other promotions like NAF and CES. Yeah. Who this is this is their lifeline like see yes I mean true putting on shows boxing everything they're yep. a big entity as far as a money maker and yep. you know getting the sport out there I think people are gonna come together and get something rolling yes. I'm not sure it's gonna be in August I I the Neff in September I like yeah I like anything in August also but Same. <laughs> 
these smart people are going to get something going. I mean, and I think the knowledge, I mean, this is when it's a new era. People need to start working together to get this, this figured out project and this, this world, this MMA world going again. (laughs) Yep. I mean, the UFC is doing it. That's for sure. I mean, no other pro sports right now. I don't think maybe NASCAR. I heard was there racing. I think there's something something? or I, I, I don't know. I but think there was some kind of race. I'm everything sure. to be canceled and the UFC now putting on three events in a, like a week. Yeah. That is just magnificent. So hopefully that's a sign, a good a good sign. I mean, they obviously can do huge shows with no attendance, but um, yeah, hopefully there's hope. And, you know, the more it goes on, the more, you know, they're saying, you know, it started off groups of 10, you know, groups of 250, groups of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It could go back up that way. And by the cool. time August or September, you have a you full know, fight. Try to plan a co- you know, fights outside. But I'm not optimistic that Ooh. it's going to come back. Outdoor cards. That sounds Something could happen. Um, th- people are going to be thinking out of the box. Yep, true. This, th- fight festival. Somebody, some, somebody's going to do something. Definitely. And uh, I'm going to be a part of it. And I'm going to support it as much as I can. Yes. Same. Awesome. So we've gone uh, almost an hour, man. Oh, here's a thing I want to ask you, Johnny. Oh, all right. Because I want to just announce, but it will, we'll make a bigger announcement down the line. I've been, I'm going to be doing writing, some writing for 24-7 Inc. Mag, the, the biggest online magazine, tattoo magazine out there. So they asked right. me to do a couple of... Very yes, nice. I was actually Love in, that. Uh, in one of the... That's fantastic. I, I forgot what uh, issue it was, but it was last year sometime. I think it was last... Uh, I'm one beer in in the joint, so I'm already <laughs> fucking lost. That's so they want me to... They're asking for me to write a couple of articles every... Because the issue comes out every two months. A couple of articles... Very cool. Uh, maybe a couple of video segments of, uh, you know, things with fighters in New England. But, you oh. know, they're tattoo-based, but everything doesn't have to be tattoo-based. If it's a great story, they want it on there. It'd be nice if you That's have great. a tattoo Tattoo. also that we can talk about. Goes with a so, theme. Johnny, um, you know, any tattoos? Do you have any work ink done? Because a little. I've been talking to a few fighters with some ink done. I bet. Yeah, so, I, I'm not that I want you to strip or anything, oh, no, no, but no. we well, can, uh, I mean, I we can a... look at what you got. I only have a couple, so that's uh, I got this one here, which is a breast cancer ribbon. It's kind of light. It's like pink and tattered, and it's got my mom's initials on it. So she uh, battled breast cancer more than um, a couple times, and uh, and beat it, and you know, still with us today. Oh, great, so great. She's a super inspirational person for me, and uh, but yeah, so I got that for her, and it's uh, been with me for quite a while, and. Um, yeah, I is that the first something. tattoo? That was the second one. Second. So my first one was on my back, and which was a selfish piece with my name and flags and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so when I got something else, I wanted to get something a little bit more like I don't know, meaningless or what have you. So I hope to add somewhat to to the collection. Something more. about fighting, or, or is it happening? Yeah, it's more about personal, personal. Yeah, I guess life. it'll probably be more like symbolic things at this point, like moving forward with any kind of tattoos, but. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super proud of this, and it's a very good work. The guy, the fellow who worked on it, did a fantastic job. So well, who who but, knew uh, I would get a story like that? Right. <laughs> like I, I didn't know he had a tattoo. I mean, because yep. I see you at weigh-ins, and there's like you don't have no Conor McGregor, fucking, nope. you know, I know like on you and shit. Like, and I'm pink, <laughs> so it's just like it just blends in. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm more, you know, I'm more. Uh, 
interested mm. in like the I'm watching like the the, the big stare down or what what Johnny's yeah. gonna yep. say up there on the mic. I'm not looking for tats on like, him, but that's a great a one. Fruity ribbon. It's good. It's good. Well, along with cupcakes. Exactly. Wait, you know, could have been better. Maybe get well. You would. Were you designing or you designed a shirt? Was there? Did you yes. have a shirt coming out? Yeah, that... so I still haven't like officially dropped it yeah. because everything that's been going on. But yeah, so I got a uh, probably the queerest shirt that I've made thus far, and I'm excited to to bring it. And I even had like a walkout banner made. Um, it doesn't say Bellator on it or anything, so yeah. luckily oh, I'll so hopefully use it, use it yeah. in the future. But um, I actually had like replicas made up of the walkout banner, so like. I have um, these like replica walk-up banners that are pretty badass that I think some people might be interested in buying as well. And it like goes along with the shirt motif that's very like awesome. summery and whatnot. So yes, got that's some the new next, merch. That, that could be for the new for merch. one of the for the UFC. Well, they don't. <laughs> do they let you show your banners? Yeah, they let Maybe you show your banners like... right at the UFC. They let you throw them up. Potentially, I, I, but. Uh, you know, you could Cross have it for face. that number one, uh, for that belt fight. Exactly. In, whatever you know, it is. In whatever, in New England. Yes. So. Whatever it is, just ASAP. Awesome. Not bad. Well, Johnny, I think we, uh, you know, covered pretty much tonight. Yeah, we killed it. Uh, yeah, great shit, man. I'm Thank so you. fucking happy that you came down here. Seriously, I know too. you traveled a long ways uh, yeah. to get here. I like driving. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> dri- you know, it's, I like it. Therapeutic. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like meditation. Like, like, what I do... Like I'll sit in my driveway in my car. Yep. <laughs> Pizza. I love yeah, my yeah, car. Yeah. Like yep. I don't have to be. I can I sit in my you. car. I do that That's at work. Awesome. I go and sit in my car. Yep. It's like I yep. just like it. I like that. It's nice. That, you know what I mean? So Johnny, any shout outs? Anything you like to say before um, I let you go and be on your way, man? I'm just. I, I you know huge shout outs to everybody that's that I'm working with. I feel like I'm so many different people in and out of my life helping me get better at this stuff so it's hard to name everyone but the key is South Shore Sport Fighting and you know Cage Titans family who's just um, brought me up really as a fighter so I grew up in the Cage Titans cage so I gotta say thank you to them and you know, thank you to, to you, Steve, as well. I love being here. This is such a cool platform. Anytime, man. To... You want to bring training partners down yeah, here? You want to bring, you know, want to come hang down here with anyone, man? I, I almost brought the German, the German Shepherd, but I... I you could have brought him. He's a pain in the butt. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, you want to eat my cords or whatever. Yeah, it would be fucking... Well, Maybe. you know, next time bring, you know, your girl or something. Yep. So she can Definitely. take care of him. But all is welcome here. Thank you. You know, when I have the other cameras in, when I'm going to be putting... So I can probably fit, like, six people or whatever, even though... You know, I've had six, I've had Jorgen DeCastro in here with his whole team. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we can get it done, man. But I, I appreciate so. you coming down, man. Anytime. Thank you. Please. Come on down, man. Uh, you know, you wanna, you know, be my co-host, and we'll Anytime. interview someone here or whatever. That'd be awesome. Uh, you know, down the line, we're gonna um, we're gonna want to do we're gonna be doing also, um, you know, like we did your third round. Yeah. Very cool. We're gonna be doing them, uh, bringing fighters in and, and watching their, their fights together. Stuff. Yeah, That's you know, awesome. getting their insight. What was going on between rounds? What's yep. going? You know, so cool. people don't get that. So no, not enough. And then you had a video yourself out that you yes. did the Chris Motino. Yep. So before yep. you know, I've before I let that. you go, you didn't, you didn't because you do you have a YouTube channel and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's Johnny Cupcakes Campbell. I'm pretty sure. So so you're kind of are you a gamer? Because you did a kind of cool video where you, yep. you. Talk through your fight with Chris yep. and what you were thinking there. Kind of like what you were doing. Yeah, what well, we did there. It was it was pretty OBS cool, man. And just kind of like 
video myself watching the fight. Yeah. So you get to watch me watch it and then also watch yourself. And I kind of give a little bit of insight and stuff. And it's just a way to create a little bit of content and whatnot. So, um, and that was a pretty awesome fight too. So it was. It was, it was a fucking great fight. I actually did one for Jeff Perez too that I have to kind of post up. But, oh, let me know. I'll but, post yeah, it to the to our group page. It's just long. It's like a twenty minute. Yeah, fight, it's so all right, man. We'll post get, it like, there. Draggy, but yes. that's what the the group page is for. True. All right, that, man. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Well, cool. there you go. Great Thank podcast tonight. Um, what my first one actually with. Uh, the new setup. With the kind of new setup, I, I had Brian Rossi in there who who built it. Beautiful, but, by the way. I don't know if he's you. watching or anything, but yeah, Brian. Like, Brian did a, did a great job. job. He's actually will build computers for anyone who needs yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Um, he loves doing it, and yeah, I got a couple more things coming in, like that switchboard you were talking about. Okay, I got, yeah, yeah. I got to learn that. How to, but it'll be easy. Yeah, then I can just press buttons, camera angles. The fun they, thing with like that, it's like it's like learning is so fun dude, when it's something I feel you like. like I'm in a so. Spaceship. Yeah, yeah. No and when joke. I told Brian Rossi, like I have the drums here. Yeah. When I play drums in the band. It feels like you're in your world, like you're yeah. You're, sur- you're like you're in a little you're controlling your little um, spaceship, and you're, yeah. you know yeah. that's what I feel yeah. like right here. I that's awesome. Seriously, like it, right? I can make a dildo come flying across the. <laughs> no, you thing. cannot. Yes, I fucking can. If Get I'm out, out of here, dude! I'm gonna have Star Wars dildos we coming right at people. We need dildos <laughs> in our episode. <laughs> All right, this could not God. be a dildo this episode. Fucking a man, <laughs> great you. show, Johnny man. Thank um, you, we'll keep in touch down the line. I'll I'll Skype you in, and we'll talk about. You know, when something when we something breaks and we can talk about yes. actual fighting and getting shit. in that cage. So there you go. Johnny Thank Cupcakes you. Camel Man. Uh doing it. Big year for Johnny. Uh and we're in two thousand twenty and the year is you know <laughs> God, it's kinda shaky, but I'm sure we're gonna end out end on a high Strong. note, man. So from the Rube Podcast, this show will be on YouTube. Tomorrow will be on iTunes and everything else tomorrow. So if you don't have uh, well, you got to have Facebook if you're watching this. But if you have uh, friends and family and Johnny, they don't have Facebook, this will all be available on our website, tomorrownewenglandmma.org. Follow us. We have the June rankings happening right now. The fan vote is happening right now, which means you log on to newenglandmma.org. You have to join. Then you can vote for the rankings. And then we'll have the media vote. And the panel vote of media people that okay. will be added in into a formula. Nice. And then in June, we will announce Get out. who is top dog, 1 through 10, in Love every it. division from amateur to pro. Wow. Extensive. Yes, it's, like, a big, it's a big endeavor. And Lars Borenson and Travis Lazat on my I see team. I already I on there. Like, oh, they're fucking town. crazy. Lars That's just great. put out a vi- uh, just put out a new write-up today. Um, scrap, to, scrap to the Future, where he broke down an amateur title fight at Combat Zone, okay. where he judged. Ah. And ah. he has a judging Very perspective cool. of the fight and what he felt there. That's cool. And he actually reached out to them and got their take on what were they were doing. All so, right. Johnny, we're doing Dude, it, man. That sounds very we're interesting. We're doing it. So, it, it, you know, New England MMA... Dot org is doing big things. We're on Facebook. We have a group page. We also have a business page. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're on, you know, wherever you can find us. So we're, we're trying, Johnny. Plugged in. That's we're trying saying. to do it. Love so it. Love it. We have a team. So with that said, Johnny Campbell, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on. Thank you. The Room Podcast. Be the fuck out of here.